Top of the third is on, and the Evergreens have built a 3-0 lead for Brock Babish against Wausau West. Between innings, the latest baseball raffle winner was announced for 500 bucks. I'm following them to the Palms right after the game. See if they got a spot at their table for me. Something nice and warm. Get the French onion soup going first before the steak arrives. That sounds about right. Brock Babish has completed his warm-up tosses. Babish was able to get Fickham to fly out to end the second inning. So he didn't have to face the top of the West order with a man in scoring position. He'll get one, two, and three in the West batting order here. Ethan Graham to lead off. Graham was first ball kind of check-swinged or butcher-boyed it and popped up to the pitcher. And there's strike one. So Graham 0 for 1 today. Graham did not hit safely in yesterday's ball game. He was 0 for 3. No balls and one strike. Babish coming home. That's popped up over the fence and into the road. No cars coming. White pickup truck safely passed before that ball went out onto the avenue. Babish, no balls, two strikes. Just like to see Brock throw strikes here, stake to a 3-0 lead. No balls, two strikes, coming home here, bounced off the plate, third base side, rolling foul, foul by a foot or two. Would have been a tough play for Wyatt Miles if it stayed in play, but had to charge that and throw across his body. Instead, we'll do no balls and two strikes again. Babbage so far today, two strikeouts and a walk. He's reached for two hits. That's down low, bounces off the plate, one and two. So that's the way you're supposed to pitch. You're up in the count, no balls and two strikes. That's not supposed to be a hittable pitch. And Ethan Graham, senior, right-handed batter. Now at one ball and two strikes. Babish comes set. That's down low also, two balls and two strikes. Between the eye black and the beard, I mean, uh, Brock Babish looks like he could have co-starred in The Revenant. My goodness. Coming home at two balls, two strikes. Line drive just out of the reach of the diving second baseman, Kyler Soppy. Soppy laid out to his right, and it was you know, a couple of feet beyond him and goes into center field. So Ethan Graham gets a two-out hit to lead off the third inning. Shortstop, Jacob Hammond. Neither team has worked a clean inning so far. Jacob Hammond walked his first time up. West trailing 3-0, but has the leadoff man aboard here in the third. First pitch to Hammond. Runner is going. Pitch is high. Throw down to second. Not in time. Stolen base. So just like that, Ethan Graham is in. Evergreen's catcher Nick Cotter threw out his first runner of the season in yesterday's ballgame. Pitch was called a strike. Thought that was a ball. Okay. A couple of players looking around, too, wondering what the count is. I think it is 1-0. and Brock Babbage taking a long time getting his sign. Now he's ready to come in, steps off, throws back to second, almost threw it into the outfield. Chris Wiesman, the shortstop, had to short hop that ball, keep it from going into center field. Yeah, I got that. You know what? Since the balk has been called a couple of times, I want to be very careful with my move on the bases. 
That's inside to Jacob Haman. Our umpire is also looking at his indicator. Let's see if Blue can show us what the count is. I believe 2-0. Steps off, throws to second, and again, Brock Babish, you know, Brock's got a 3-0 lead. I, I think I'd be more focused at home plate here. Ethan Graham, the rarest of things in sports, he's a catcher who bats leadoff. And there he is at second base. Babish looks that runner back again. He's coming home here, and that's a line drive foul down the third baseline. Two balls, one strike. Wind is now blowing from left to right. It's picked up a little since we started. Skies have been cloudy ever since first pitch. Another gray day on a year that spring just doesn't seem to want to get here. 2-1. Bouncing ball to the second baseman. The runner's going to advance from second to third while Kyler Soppy throws out Jacob Hammond. There's the first out of the inning. West moves that leadoff runner 90 feet closer. Jesse Ethan Osnes. Graham now advances to third base with one out for Jesse Osnes. The Evergreens with a 3-0 lead will keep the shortstop and second baseman back. First and third play even with the bag. Ground ball to third. Now shortstop's going to get it. A run's going to score here. The shortstop, Chris Wiesman, has just thrown out Jesse Osnes, but the Osnes ground out will bring in that runner from third. It's 3-1 to one now. But there are two outs, and the bases are now empty for Dylan DeBrant. Dylan DeBrant. So the Everest lead is still good. Two outs, space is clear. First ball swinging, line drive, diving, and it gets by Hayden Davidowski. It's going to go all the way to the wall. This could be an inside-the-park home run. It's at least three. See if they wave him around. They're going to put up the stop sign and hold him at third base. And you know what? That may have been the wrong decision. When the stop sign went up, the Evergreens had hit the cutoff man, but the cutoff man was still 10, 15 yards in the outfield. I get that you don't want to make the final out at home, but DeBrant probably could have come around and scored. All of that because Hayden Davidowski dove for that ball instead of playing it more conservatively. Davidowski was going for a spectacular catch. He dove to his left and was unable to come up with it. Then it rolled all the way to the wall. Nate Wallert, chance to bring in that runner from third. That's ball one. And, of course, Davidowski in right is playing in, playing kind of a shallow right field. So that ball got on him. This has popped up in foul ground. Is there a play for the Evergreens? There is. Wyatt Miles cannot come up with it in foul territory. Mm. Went off his glove. One ball and one strike. And it's assessed as an error. I mean, that ball is in play. It's in foul ground. Got to catch that. Would have brought the inning to a close. So Nate Wallert, who should be out, going to see some more pitches. And that's as close a ball as you will see all afternoon. Judged to be inside. Two balls and one strike. Runners at third. It's now 3-1, to one, and West has a chance to edge even closer. Ground ball, third base side, foul. 
Wallert smacked that one just wide of the bag. Two balls and two strikes. You know, this has been a story for a lot of the season for the Evergreens. Pitching has to pick up the defense, and Brock Babish will try and do that here. 2-2. Two, two. That just missed outside. So, I mean, two pitches that were called balls in this sequence were both very close, and the count goes full. Wallert struck out his first time up. Payoff pitch coming, ground ball to third, hits the bag and goes into the outfield. What a rotten break for the Evergreens. A run will score. Runners go into second, and he'll be in there. It's a double. Wyatt Miles is playing back, waiting to play that ball, and it hit the bag and then went into the outfield. Three to two, the inning continues. Rotten break for the Evergreens. It is a double for Nate Wallert and a three to two game. So Walsall West has come right back into this, this rally all coming with two outs. Bryce Heil to bat. And now a hit to the outfield could tie us. That is an unearned run because of the error on the dropped foul ball. Again, this inning should be over. West now owns the hit column 5-2. to two. They still trail by a run. Pitch to Heil. Hit back to the pitcher. Babish has got it. Yeah, Brock will have to do it himself. Flips over to first base, and that does bring the inning to a close. Walsall West answers with two runs of their own, so we've got a closer ball game. We'll go to the bottom of the third. It's D.C. Evers 3, Walsall West 2 on 93-9 the game. Bottom of the third coming up. You know what's the problem, too, when you have those drop balls and the innings continue like that? It runs up the pitch count. It's just less likely that Brock Babish is going to go into the later innings here, and the Evergreens' bullpen is thin. So, I mean, you'd like Babish in an ideal situation to work into the sixth or maybe into the seventh, but then when you have to face two extra batters like he did in that inning, you're throwing more pitches. I mean, you should almost think of the pitch count. We've said this before. It's like you've got a, a, a wallet full of $1 bills, and you've got 100 of them. And you're spending them each time you throw. Jesse Osnes ready to work to Nate Langbin. First ball swinging and fouled it off his foot. Ouch. Strike one. Osnes works quickly, and on a cold day, everyone appreciates that. Brock Babish does too. Brock just kind of slows down when there are runners on base because he wants to check them. Curve there stays low, one ball and one strike. Langman struck out his first time up, 0 for 1. Evergreen's looking to get the bat started again. Curveball smacked to short. This will be a long throw across the diamond. It's high, tagged, and got him out. Nothing wild there. That is the starting pitcher who's now over at shortstop. Brendan Fickham. Fickham's throw was high, but the first baseman Bryce Heil still applied the tag. It's the first time that the Evergreens have not put the leadoff man aboard. 
Noah Shimaluski was hit by a pitch his first time up. This will be his first time against Jesse Osnes. Curveball is outside. Ball one. And Shimaluski left-handed bat, so that ball's breaking away from him. Up high, two balls and no strikes. Again, I'm not sure how much scouting Osnes would have, but I mean, Shimaluski, very limited plate appearances this year. You want to challenge him, don't want to give up a free pass. That's a breaking ball strike. Two balls and one strike here. Noah's in a hitter's spot. Let's see if he can make some contact. That is outside, three and one. And I don't know why Osnes is reluctant to show the fastball to Noah Shimaluski. Osnes threw a lot of breaking stuff when we saw him yesterday. 3-1 pitch comes back with a strike. 3-2. and two. Yeah, Osnes, when he pitched yesterday, started off a lot of batters with curves and breaking balls. Payoff pitch here is down low. Ah, they called it strike three. Mm. Well, Noah took a step to first base like he thought he was aboard, only to find himself looking back and getting rung up. Two up and two down here in the third inning. Hayden Davidowski doubled for the Evergreens his last time up. First ball swinging, bounce to the first baseman. Hiles got it and takes it himself. That's the first three-up, three-down inning of the afternoon. So the Evergreens go quietly, and we're going to the top of the fourth. It remains Walsall West 3, D.C. Everest 2 on 93.9 The Game and everythingevergreens.com. And now the winner of first place, the grand prize, in the cash raffle winning $1,500 is Robin Versamac of Schofield. If you're present tonight, you can come to, to the concession stand to claim your prize. As you may have heard between innings, the Versamac family is about to get a W-2 form from the Everest Baseball Association. Seven, eight, and nine are coming up for Walsall West. Tagged Brock Babish for two runs in the third inning, and they'll bat here in the top of the fourth. It's a three to two ball game. West looking to rally and sweep the Evergreens for the season. Evergreens looking to hold on or build on this one run lead, looking for a split. This bottom third of the West Order did not hit safely against Brock Babish the first time. Got all three of them out, so he'll face seven, eight, and nine again. Brock Babish sure could use a quick or a quiet inning. West has had traffic on the bases. They've had runners in scoring position in all three of the frames where they've hit so far, and here we go for the top of the fourth. Leading off in the top of the fourth, designated hitter. Jackson Smith-Peter. Bunted the runner over from first to second last time. Thank you, sir. Ground ball up the middle, and the fourth inning opens with a hit. Smith-Peters singles right back through the box. Wonder what's going on here, because Walsall West has been swinging at a lot of first pitches. Lucas Hager coming up here. See if Hager, who bounced to first the first time, is going to be asked to bunt here. Let's see. Yes, he is. He squares, gets away from the catcher, and the runner will advance. That pitch was low but is not in the dirt, so that's a passed ball on Nick Cotter. 
just like that, the runner moves down to second without the Evergreens getting the out that West is willing to give up. Can sacrifice that runner over to third in this spot if they want to. Babish has his sign and is coming home. The bunt is still on. He bunted through that and that hit the umpire. And it hit Nick Cotter too. Boy, maybe that ball pinballed around you. Nick Cotter looks, he, he's rubbing his arm or his shoulder like that, hit him up high. And our home plate umpire kind of ducked out of there so quickly that I thought maybe it hit him too. That was either a foul ball or was offered at. So that's going to be a strike, one ball and one strike. And Coach Dave Langbin will check on his catcher, Nick Cotter. If Cotter can no longer go, the Evergreens' next catcher is also Andrew Cotter, brother. Home plate umpire will clean the dish and will buy Nick Cotter a little more time. One ball, one strike. And again, the bunt still seems to be in order as Lucas Hager looks like he's going to try and move this man over. Babish is ready to go again. His 1-1 pitch. Way up high, bunted it, bunted it foul. That was a ball, too. One ball and two strikes. Yep, getting the bunt down. Anything but automatic in today's baseball. Smith Peters singled, and then on a pass ball advanced to second. Nobody out. And the Evergreens' one-run lead looks a little shaky at this moment. Here's the 1-2 pitch that's inside. Bounced off the plate, too. Two and two. I mean, Hager just doesn't look comfortable in the assignment that he's been given here. He's been asked to bunt that runner over. Had trouble bunting. Bunted one that was up high around his shoulders and fouled it back. Two balls and two strikes. Down low, three and two. So now with two strikes... Count is full. Bunt may be off in this spot. Pitch is coming home. That is outside, and it's a walk. So again, I mean, Lucas Hager was ready to sacrifice himself, and the Evergreens cannot get an out. There are runners at first and second. Thickham, who is now playing shortstop, is coming up. Just looking over there, did the Versamac family do the happy dance? I bet they did. <laughs> And now we are going to have Coach Dave Langman pay a visit to the mound. I don't think that Brock Babish is coming out here. I'm I, I, not sure about that. Are the Evergreens going to make a pitching change? No, I'm fine. Thank you. This is a pretty long conversation. Catcher Nick Cotter seems to have a baseball, but Brock Babish still has the ball in his glove, too. I don't think the Evergreens are making a pitching change. Our home plate umpire is coming out to break up this conference, so we'll know the results of this in just a moment. Brock Babish will indeed stay in the game. Nobody out. Runners on first and second. The Evergreens are leading 3-2. to two. There you go. 
Brennan Fickham. Babish steps off, looks the runner back to second base. And Fickham's got to be looking to move those batters forward. Give you the pitching line on the West starter, Brennan Fickham, in just a moment. After he gets his first pitch at bat, he's looking to bunt. Pitcher, no one covering at first. Actually, they're late. They get the out there. Boy, the second baseman, Kyler Soppy, was late getting over to first base. Brock Babish had to hold up his throw as that was bunted up the first base side. The Evergreens do get the first out. It's one to four, and Fickham has had a productive at-bat. Sacrifices himself and moves two into scoring position. Here's Ethan Graham, singled his last time up, one for two. A hit could flip this game and put Walsall West in front. Evergreens lead 3-2, to two, but West has two in scoring position with one down. First pitch, Babish to Graham. First ball swinging and fouls it back. Strike one. Yeah, for Brennan Fickham pitching before that successful sacrifice, he only got five outs. He worked one and two-thirds innings. Three runs, none of them were earned. Three errors committed behind him. Two hits, struck out two and walked two. Outside for a ball, one ball and one strike. 3-2 Everest, but West has threatened in every inning, and they're doing it again here. Evergreens play the first and third baseman in, so they'd be coming home. Second and shortstop are back. Bounces off the plate. It's right in front of the Evergreens catcher, Nick Cotter. Cotter looked around like he thought that went past him, and it didn't. Two balls and one strike. Big spot here for Embers pitcher Brock Babish and for the Walsall West offense. Ethan Graham looking to deliver 2-1. Misses outside. Three balls, one strike. Babish looks in at Nick Cotter. Jackson Smith-Peters, the runner at third. Lucas Hager, short. they're trying to squeeze it. Evergreen's home, safe. That's the right call. It was bunt back to Brock Babish with the squeeze on. Babish flipped home, but it was up high, and the runner did indeed slide under the tag. Ball and runner were there at about the same time, but Babish's flip was up high around the shoulders of catcher Nick Cotter, and Jackson Smith-Peter slid in safely. Walsall West works the squeeze and ties up the ball game. Now, of course, if the flip home is lower, it's always the possibility that it gets knocked away from catcher Nick Cotter. Brock Babish was frustrated with himself. Like, you know, Brock fields his position well. He was off the mound and handled the squeeze bunt. And then the throw over, just high to the catcher. Throw over to first, runners back. West is looking to take the lead in this spot. They still have runners at first and third. Tied 3-3 now. Hammond walked and grounded out. First pitch is coming home. Outside, ball one. Get the feeling if Hammond hits safely, that may be the last batter for Brock Babish. Game's tied 3-3, and just what worries you about the Evergreens is that the offense has struggled so much. Runners go in here, double steal. They do not throw down. 
and West puts two in scoring position. Runner at first took off, took second, and the Evergreens don't want to risk that runner coming in from third. Back at the plate, it's one ball and one strike. The Evergreens with one out have to play the infield in in a game that is now tied. So in both games against West, the Evergreens had early leads, could not hold them. Couldn't hold a 2-0 lead yesterday. The Evergreens were up 3-0 here. And West has come back to tie us three apiece. 1-1 pitch. Fouls that back, a ball and two strikes. A strikeout would help because then with two outs, you could play the infield back. Yeah, this is another game. The Evergreens have not hit a lot. They have only two hits. Tied 3-3. Pitches down low. A wild pitch goes back to the screen, and the run scores. Walsall West takes the lead as Brock Babish threw wildly to home. Runner on second also moves up on the wild pitch. That pitch was so short it came in front of the plate and bounced past the catcher Nick Cotter. Two balls and two strikes. Still a runner on third base, and now West leads 4-3. to three. So the Evergreens have to keep the infield in. And you know what? Catcher Nick Cotter is hurt. He's going to stay in the game, but he, he just grabbed and, and, and kind of squeezed at his throwing hand, his right hand there. And it's 2-2. Two and two. Here's the pitch to Jacob Heyman. And that is outside, three balls and two strikes. Brock Babish is frustrated. Came off the mound there. Kind of said something. He's walking around. Now he's looking over to the dugout. The count has gone full, three and two. Coming home. Fly ball in the infield. This should be caught. Shortstop. Wiesman calling and catching. There's the second out. Jesse Osnes, one for two, is going to hit. Runner at third, and you know, it's really important to keep this a one-run game. Evergreens have not been scoring a lot of runs. You don't want to go down by two or three. Keep this at four to three and live to fight another day. Runner on third, West has taken the lead. Here's a fly ball to center. Preston Miller got a beat on it, lots of time to get under it, and makes the catch. Walsall West has left another runner in scoring position, but they've scored twice with the benefit of a walk, and two hits, and the go-ahead run comes in on a wild pitch. West has taken the lead in the top of the fourth. Our new score is the Warriors four, the Evergreens three. Everest will bat in the bottom of the fourth when we come back on 93-9 the game. One run, one hit, no errors, one left. At the end of three and a half, Wassell West four, East Service three. The bottom of the fourth is on, and for the first time this afternoon, the Evergreens will bat trailing. They're now down 4-3. to three. I'm Chris Conley. I'm glad you're listening in for Everest Baseball. No game Friday, no game Saturday. But on Monday, we've got a date as the Evergreens play Spash. 
Chris Wiesman reached on an error, and he will lead off for the Evergreens. Wiesman's batting in the number nine spot. Wiesman, Kyler Soppy, and Nick Cotter. Be curious to see if Cotter actually takes his turn at the plate. Again, Cotter had kind of a, a rough go in the field. Sacrifice bunt went back and hit him. Looked like a him in the shoulder. And then I think he was also hit in the hand, too. Here's Chris Wiesman against Jesse Osnes. Osnes has been good in relief. In fact, Osnes has retired all four batters that he's faced. Pitch to Wiesman is down low, ball one. Osnes was effective in the middle innings, too, when he came in to pitch in yesterday's game. A ball and no strikes to Wiesman. And this is smack to the shortstop. Tough hop. It's an error. Goes into the outfield. Right past the shortstop, Brennan Fickham. That's Fickham's second error of the ball game. Evergreens have the leadoff man aboard, and for Walsall West, it's their fourth error. Kyler Soppy, a double and a sacrifice. Second baseman, Kyler Soppy. Soppy has been a nice leadoff batter for the Evergreens this season. Looks to move that runner over. Big lead, pitches down low. And you know what, Austin, is, his delivery point's kind of unusual. He's almost straight over the top. And sometimes, you know, with the angle there, high release point, sometimes he's finding him at straight line but down low. One ball, no strikes. Left that one up high. So somewhere in the middle there's a strike for Osnes. Two balls and no strikes to Soppy. Got himself an RBI, sacrifice fly to center in the second inning. Two balls and no strikes. You know what? That should be a balk. He took that out of his glove, held that behind his back before delivering home. Not called. <laughs> and we've had two balks called already. It's three balls and no strikes here to Sapi. Coming home here, and that's way up high on four pitches. Sapi walks, and Walsall West seems to be in danger of giving this lead right back. Got an error and a walk. Nobody out. Runners at first and second for Nick Cotter. Now, because there's nobody out, Cotter's taken a long look at Coach Dave Langbin at the third base coaching box. Do the Evergreens want to bunt this over? Yeah, Cotter is bunting, pushes it back to the pitcher. Second baseman is covering there, and there's the out. But the Evergreens put the tying and go-ahead runs into scoring position. That scored one to four. Osnes threw over to Jacob Hammond, who was covering at first base. Preston Miller. Sacrifice and reached on an error. Runners at second and third. First pitch to Miller is a strike on the outside corner. A hit to the outfield could bring in two and give the Evergreens the lead back. Let's see if Preston Miller can oblige. That is strike two. I believe we're at no balls and two strikes on Miller. Scoreboard's got us at one and one. Miller's looking for contact in this spot. That is something breaking, and it's down low. One ball and two strikes. Thank you, Blue. Flashed up, and we've got it corrected, too. Pitch to Miller here. Curve bounced off his foot. Slow roller. This is going to be a tough play. It will stay fair. The runner at third will have to hold, but Miller's got himself an infield hit. The bases are loaded. Pitcher, 
Pitcher let that roll, hoping against hope that it was going to roll into foul territory. It did not. Here's Brock Babish. One out, bases loaded. Babish first ball swinging fouled up the first baseline. Over on our scoreboard, there is indeed one out here on the sacrifice. 0-1 to Babish. Bases are loaded with Evergreens as they try and take back the lead, trailing 4-3. Pitch to Babish. Drops in for strike two. No balls and two strikes. If not Brock, Wyatt Miles will get a turn to hit. Got to stay out of the double play in this spot. 0-2. Austinus comes home. That is hit through the left side. The Evergreens will retake the lead. One runs in, two runs in. Brock Babish with a two-strike solid hit to left field. And it's 5-4. to four. Back and forth we go. Babish gets himself his seventh hit of the season and brings in two runs for the Evergreens. Wyatt Miles. See if Wyatt Miles can keep this going. Danielski will come out and pinch run for Brock Babish. First and second, still only one out. 5-4 to four Evergreens. Another lead change. Wyatt Miles is 0 for 2. Coming home to Wyatt Miles. He's first ball swinging, and he's got himself a hit. Will the Evergreens try and score a run here? They will. Cut off by the pitcher, and it's an RBI for Wyatt Miles. 6-4 to four Evergreens. And this is the first time really all season that the Evergreens have shown that tenaciousness at the plate. So that's really nice to see. Wyatt Miles gets himself an RBI. Six to four. And here comes Nate Langman. Still runners at first and second. And Langman singles on the first ball to center. Evergreens going to try and score that runner from second. Cut off. And another runs in. One, two, three, four hits in a row like the floodgates have opened. And the Evergreens now lead seven to four. First and third, too, because the pitcher didn't cut that off. Runners on the corners, and now there'll be a visit to the mound. Wausau West is making a pitching change. We've just reached the end of the line for Jesse Osnes. Langbin gets himself a run batted in. Runners at first and third. And the Evergreens are about to send an eighth batter to hit in this inning. Love this. The Evergreens are good for four runs so far in this inning. And they're going to say that Osnes will stay in the game. First baseman. Here comes Noah Shimaluski to bat. Hit by a pitch. And struck out. Runners at first and third. And there's still only one out. A big uprising for the Evergreens. It is by far their biggest inning of the season. Now leading 7-4. to four, There's a strike to Noah. Steel could be in order here. Just a little outside. One ball and one strike. Yeah, let's see. I have to go to my whiteout here because I've got the Evergreen scoring a fifth run because I'm optimistic that way. 
You know, I used to score in pencil, but my last mistake on my scorecard was made back in the 80s, 87 or 88. Two balls and one strike here to Shimbaluski. That is on the outside corner for strike two. Want to make sure that I assess the RBIs in this inning correctly. Brock Babish brought in two. Wyatt Miles brought in one. And then Nate Langman brought in one, two. That's outside. Three balls and two strikes. Again, Osnes, this is the batter that he does not want to let get away. Shimaluski's normally not a starter for the Evergreens. Hits here. That's way up high. Walked him. We are full of Evergreens again. Hayden Davidowski. Right fielder. You know, it's a 7-4 to four ball game. What the Evergreens got to have here is the killer instinct. A hit here just breaks this thing wide open. There's nowhere to put Davidowski. He takes strike one. And Asna starts him off with a breaking ball. You know what? And the Evergreens have to just pick up on, on that pattern that uh, Asna stri- starts off a lot of players with the breaking balls. That's a ball, one ball, and one strike. So West had the lead when the bottom of the fourth began. The Evergreens answered for four runs. That's up high, two balls and one strike, and there is nowhere to put Davidowski with the bases full. Wyatt Miles is at third, Nate Langman is at second, and Noah Shimaluski is at third. And that's ball three. Davidowski, I bet, is going to be asked to take here. So you're going to make Austin's throw a strike. Then he'll have the green light at 3-2. And he aims it inside. A walk brings in another run. Back-to-back walks from Osnes. 8-4. And now Walsall West will indeed make a pitching change. And let's see, I think the next Walsall West pitcher is indeed someone who's in the field right now. Yeah, the right fielder is going to come in and is going to pitch. I believe that's Lucas Hager. Yep, Lucas is going to come over and take over for Jesse Osnes. Lucas is a right-hander. Lucas Hager is the new pitcher. So Jesse Osnes gives up four hits, two walks, and the Evergreens give five runs in to retake the lead. It is eight to four now. All of these runs are credited to Brock Babish. So Brock, who hasn't pitched his best today, could still stand to be the winning pitcher. And, you know, again, you talk about killer instinct at the plate. Chris Wiesman started off this inning with an error, came around to score, and the Evergreens with only one out. The Evergreens got to be looking to blow this thing open. Already leading 8-4, to four, now we're deeper into the Walsall West bullpen. And the Evergreens have their number nine hitter coming up, and then they'll come right back to the top of the batting order. So hopefully the Evergreens are not done scoring runs here. Nate Langman is at third, Noah Jimaluski is at second, and Hayden Davidowski is at first. The runners at first and second are there via walk. And now we come to Chris Wiesman. 
first pitch from Hager. First ball swinging a grounder to a shortstop. Bobbles it, gets to second, and safe. It's an error there. You know what? I think that ball may have been there in time. We're not arguing. It's an error. Everyone is safe, and another run comes in. Chris Wiesman has been on base three times, and it's all via shortstop errors. Nine to four as another run comes in. No RBI there. Kyler Soppy, top of the Everest order to hit now, and the bases are still loaded. Six runs in in the inning. Hager's first pitch, first ball swinging, fouls it back, strike one. You know what? The Evergreens are swinging earlier in the count, too. Evergreens with nine runs in. Walsall West has committed five errors in this ballgame. Oh, one pitch, slow curve is strike two. No balls and two strikes. Bases are still loaded. There is still only one out. Kyler Soppy looking for more. You know, this is a spot you want to be greedy here. 0-2 pitch. Curveball popped up. Shallow right field. Blowing towards the foul line. It is caught. Evergreens are going to tag. Try and bring the runner home. He's dead to rights. Out at home plate. A double play. Not hit deep enough to try and score that run. The inning comes to an end. But the Evergreens get six, and they now lead nine to four. Go to the top of the fifth when we come right back on 93-9 the game. Six runs, four hits, two errors, two left at the end of four. See service nine, Wausau West four. Welcome back. After the Evergreens scored six runs in the fourth inning and now lead nine to four, Brock Babish will come out and work another inning. He'll work the fifth. Leading off in the fifth. And you know what? I think if the Evergreens were trailing or if they didn't score the sixth spot, Brock Babish's afternoon might have been over. Dylan DeBrot will hit. DeBrot tripled, but he got that triple because Hayden Davidowski dived at a ball that got past him. First pitch from Babish down low for a ball. That's Brock Babish's 70th pitch. So, I mean, if he gets an easy inning here, he could potentially work into the sixth. 1-0, fouled off, and that hits Nick Cotter again. This right here is why you don't want to catch. Catcher is the position you just... What good is that? Nick Cotter today has been hit in the shoulder on a foul ball that was uh, bunted back. And um, 
got hit in the arm, and that one hit in a more intimate spot that's down low, two balls and one strike. Yeah, I mean, aside from the face mask and chest protector and the shin guards, um, there is other protective equipment that catchers must have. Two balls and a strike. Coming home here, that's just below the knees, three and one. This is what you don't want to see from Brock Babish. Staked to a five-run lead, and here he is pitching from behind. No, I know that. Throw strikes. The hit column is even six apiece. Swing and a miss. Three balls and two strikes. Just a moment, we'll give you the pitching line on reliever Jesse Osnes, who now stands to be the losing pitcher unless Warsaw West can come back. 3-2 pitch, and that is called strike three. Dylan DeBrot is down. That is Brock Babish's third strikeout against two walks. Jesse Osnes, who suddenly gave up four hits in a row, worked one and two-thirds innings. Six runs, but only one of them is earned. Walsall West committed five errors behind him. Osna struck out one and walked three. First pitch to Nate Wallard is ball one. Waller today is struck out and doubled, one for two. Coming home here, that's down low again. Two balls and no strikes. Yeah, cold day, hard to pitch. Brock Babish has not had his best stuff today but now stands to be the winning pitcher. The offense finally comes alive for the Evergreens. There's a strike, two and one. You know, before the season, spoke with Coach Nate Langman about it. What's the magic number? Seven runs. Score more than seven. Last year, the Evergreens were 10-0 and when they scored more than seven runs. They were 4-5 and when they scored fewer. This is fouled back. Evergreens have nine up on the scoreboard here. Two balls and two strikes to Nate Wallert. Two balls, two strikes. Coming home, this is hit down the left field line. It is foul. Three big conference games for the Evergreens coming up next week. Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. But no baseball tomorrow or Saturday. 2-2 pitch laid off, a pitch down low. Three balls and two strikes. You know, if it takes Brock Babish a lot of pitches to get out of this inning, this fifth could be his last. West had a 4-3 to three lead when we went to the bottom of the fourth when the Evergreens came up with six runs. Brock Babish, though, has just missed a little low when he's walked Nate Wallert. Here's Bryce Heil, a single, and bounced back to the mound. So he is one for two. Able to put a zero up here would bring the Evergreens really that much closer to victory. Heil is out in front of that and fouls it back. Strike one. Yeah, so each one of these games against Walsall West has featured a lead change. Evergreens led 2-0 yesterday, then fell behind 4-2 before falling 4-3. Uh, That's outside a ball and a strike. Evergreens today had a 3-0 lead, then fell behind 4-3, and now have retaken the lead. They're up 9, 9-4. 1-1 pitch. That's down low, two balls and one strike. 
Again, this inning, Brock Babish, again, has been behind all three batters that he's faced. He's got one out, got one man on in a situation where you just want to pound the strike zone. 2-1 pitch. And that is hit towards the middle. Second baseman makes a stop. It's off his glove. Everybody's safe. Soppy kind of overran that ball a little bit. I think that's got to be an error on Soppy. Yeah, that was off his glove. And it is indeed an error that puts runners on first and second. Here's Jackson Smith-Peter, a sacrifice and a single. And the Evergreens have now committed two errors of their own in this game. I think that Soppy was thinking about getting that ball over to second base, trying to get the lead runner, took his eye off it. Strike one to Jackson Smith-Peter. With one out, Walsall West has two men aboard trying to cut into an Everest five-run lead. And they've just called another balk. What's that all about? Runners at first and second will now move to second and third. I, I didn't see what it was that Babish did, but the infield umpire called it. A second balk today on Brock Babish. And there's a fly ball to center. You know what? That balk is going to cost the Evergreens a run. Preston Miller makes the catch. The runner is going to tag, and that runner would not have been at third base if it wasn't for the balk. And a run comes in. Instead of 9-4, to four, it's now 9-5. to five. A sacrifice and an RBI for Jackson Smith-Peter. Runner also advances from second to third on the flyout. Lucas Hager, who was in right field and is now pitching, will bat here. It's a runner at third base. There are two outs now. And the Everest lead, which was five runs, is down to four runs. There's strike one to Hager. Lucas is 0 for 2. You know, you would think nine runs is what the Evergreens need to get a win here. Outside corner, strike two, no balls and two strikes, even though Nick Cotter had to go off his glove. I mean, it, it, Nick is a walking first aid case at this point in the ballgame. 0-2, Brabish needs to end this inning here. Coming home, bouncing ball, slow roller to third. Wyatt Miles goes off his glove, throw to first, Wiesman. Wiesman picked it up. That was close and judged safe at first base, and a run comes in. What was a five-run lead is now down to a three-run lead. It went under the glove of Wyatt Miles. Chris Wiesman, the shortstop, was charging. That was a bang-bang play over at first base. Infield hit. Third baseman, yeah. Brennan picked him. Nine to six now. Yes, I do. <laughs> you know, it kind of went under Wyatt Miles' glove. The shortstop made the play at first base and just judged safe. Fickham is hitting here. Nine to six. Courtesy runner coming out for Walsall West over there at first base. Brayden Caputs. Yeah, the reason I think it's a hit, it went under Wyatt Miles' glove, so maybe you'd assess an error on him, but you know what? The shortstop, Wiesman, still got it, threw over to first. It was a bang-bang play safe. The Evergreens are now going to make a pitching change. You know, they're making this pitching change right in the middle of the sequence. Brock Babish is going to be lifted in this 9-6 to game with two outs, I think. 
Uh, no, Coach Dave Langman has taken the baseball away, which tells me that Brock Babish is finished. And the Evergreens are bringing someone in who's been throwing in the bullpen. The Evergreens are going to Elijah Schmidt, who had seen action in the game earlier as a courtesy runner. Elijah Schmidt, with the Evergreens clinging to a three-run lead, is about to make his varsity pitching debut. Elijah Schmidt will come in in relief of Brock Babish. Trying to look at all the changes now that the Evergreens are making. Nate Langbin is going to come in from the outfield, I think. 16 went to left field. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Soppy's there. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, Soppy moves to the outfield. No pitch correction. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Elijah Schmidt, who was coming in. Elijah's coming into the game. He's going to stay in the outfield. Right, there we go. And it is Kyler Soppy who's coming on in relief. Took a while for us to get all of this right. And the Evergreens have an additional change coming in the infield as well. Yeah, you know what? That's probably Wyatt Miles has played some second base before. So Wyatt Miles is going to go to second. Nate Langman, I think, is going to come in and play third. And Elijah Schmidt will be in the outfield. Yeah, that's the Everest change here. Brock Babish cannot lose this game. His team is still up by three. He's responsible for that runner at first base. Kyler Soppy will be making his second pitching appearance of the season. Comes on in relief of Brock Babish. Sapi is completing his warm-up tosses. There are two outs. And Fickham, the batter, again, this pitching change is coming in the middle of the sequence. Fickham saw one pitch, which we believe was strike one. So Fickham's at-bat will continue. Once uh, Sapi has completed his warm-up tosses. Four and two-thirds innings of work for Brock Babish. Reached for six runs already and is responsible for that runner at first base. Babish struck out three, walked three, and was called for two balks. Now we're ready to go. Let's see if our home plate umpire will indeed confirm that there is one strike on Brennan Fickham. Fickham was the starting pitcher, didn't make it out of the second inning. Sapi, the right-hander, on in relief of Brock Babish with two outs. Man at first, Sapi comes set. Coming home to Nick Cotter. This is a bouncing ball to short. They'll get the force at second, and Kyler Soppy throws just one pitch and brings the inning to a close. The Evergreens had a five-run lead. It's taken a little bit of a haircut. The new score is D.C. Everest 9, Walsall West 6. Evergreens are coming up to bat in their half of the fifth inning when we come back on 93-9 the game. I want to say 60, 60 plus. 
Welcome back. The bottom of the fifth is on. Walsall West just won't go away. The Evergreens lead 9-6. to six. Nick Cotter to lead off. Cotter is 0 for 2. He does have a sacrifice. I'm on Team Nick. He's, he's been so beat up catching in the field today that I love to see Nick Cotter hit safely in this spot. Lucas Hager works to Cotter, and the first pitch is down low for a ball. Nick will talk less when he gets home about what a rough day behind the plate it is if he can hit safely here. Fouls that off. It's one ball and one strike. No, actually, I think whatever ice is in the second freezer, the hunting freezer at home, may be used by Nick Cotter. One ball and one strike that bounces off the plate, two and one. So the Evergreens lead nine to six here. They led nine to four at one point. Walsall West still has six big outs to work with. Bends back Nick Cotter high and in, three balls and one strike. You know, I, I kind of get the feeling, because the Everest defense has been mistake-prone. Bouncing ball to the pitcher, fielded and throws over, and Nick Cotter is out. I, I get a feeling that the Evergreens may need more runs to make sure that this one goes into the win column. I mean, if you've got a defense that's error-prone, yeah, the Evergreens are. Um, you know, a little bit of insurance could be necessary. Preston Miller is one for two. Sacrifice fly on on an error and has himself a single that brought in a run. Pitches outside, ball one. We've had cloud cover throughout. It's going to be close to dark by the time we get to the final out in this ballgame. Bounced off the plate to the third baseman. Backhanded, tough play, throw, got him. That's a nice stretch at first base from Bryce Heil. Two up and two down. I think Brock Babish is going to hit for himself. Elijah Schmidt. Nope, Elijah. Right. Brock Mavish was lifted. Elijah Schmidt, who's now in the outfield, has to come and take his turn at bat. Elijah Schmidt to hit here. Two outs and nobody on. Here's Elijah Schmidt. Take strike one. Nobody on. Two outs. Strike one on the inside corner. Elijah Schmidt for the season, two for eight. Coming home here, bounced right down into the dirt, foul. No balls and two strikes. The Evergreens went three up, three down in the third and are in danger of going three up, three down in the fifth. The problem was that fourth inning. <laughs> Six runs come in for the Evergreens. Gives them the lead that they're enjoying now. A little bit low. Now, Walsall West, big bats, are all going to get one more turn to hit. In fact, when the Evergreens send their uh, reliever, Kyler Soppy, out there, he'll face one, two, and three. Called strike three, and that is a three-up, three-down inning. Elijah Schmidt has just struck out looking. We're going to the top of the sixth. D.C. Everest 6, uh, beg your pardon, D.C. Everest 9, Walsall West 6. 9-6 on 93-9 the game. 